Hey. hey. Have you been there waiting you long? No, I just came here. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, it's it's uh it, it's really busy here right now. It's uh yeah, but yeah, lots um, of people praying to our, our little the, table. The <laughs> Imagine you. <laughs> that's that's stuff for a comedy manga where uh you look for the characters and then they sit there as if they were doing something on the on the donation box. Yeah, yeah. We're the we're we're making like so much money. Or something. People are giving us so much <laughs> just for being here. That would be nice. Imagine, imagine being a streamer on the internet and people give you money just for being here. Mm-hmm. Ah, surely somebody will eventually invent something that lets us do that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we we're not to here those to little paper things that they do at shrines. Hmm? Oh, right. Have you have you done that before? Uh, yeah. And what was your horoscope? I don't remember. I can't read Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> have you done any horoscopes this year already? Mm, no. Have you? I got a I got a bad horoscope for oh, no. uh, people with the tiger zodiac. Mm. What did it say? Just bad luck, uh, or relatively the, the second worst of all the animals. That's sad. I can tell you, I can tell Sorry. you that um, your zodiac is. Uh, wait, let me check. Tiger had a C in luck, a B uh-huh. in wealth, a D in romance, and a B in wait, sorry, C B D romance, mm-hmm. B career, D health. Mm. And yours is well, let me check. B in everything except career, which is an A. Oh, hooray! <laughs> yeah, hooray for me! You're pretty well off. Yeah, with my with my uh, my career, my non-existent second channel is really bumping right now. <laughs> um, is that already a thing? No, it will be. <laughs> it will be. Anyway. So, anyways, I am Maxi Hamburger, and this right here next to me is Percival Fine. We are doing the show Ore Tachi no Mange wa Kore Karada, which is short for, uh, wait, that's Japanese for our podcast has only just begun because that's what cancelled series are ending on in Weekly Shonen Jump. We're talking about Weekly Shonen Jump every week. You're crunching uh, your own neck in in response to this revelation. Just doing some stretches. Um, we're on week number, no, issue number six and seven. This is the dreaded combined issue number two in the face in January when the authors always get like um, a phase where they can just relax a little bit more. And certain characters are more or less affected by this terrible phase when they can't read Weekly Shonen Jump each week. Uh, although this is not the, the, the no, topic of it was last me time, and Roboco. Last week, week that Roboco had that. Ah, it's been so long ago. Yeah, two weeks ago, actually. Uh, show me the cover real quick of the, of the, of the jump. Cover. So that we can jump right into it did you notice something or do you know what i'm going to talk about right away what are you going to talk about these group covers are 
always um, a method to gauge which one the editorial department uh, thinks is the yeah, most popular like series. Better. Yeah, further and back, Luffy, he's worse. Yeah, Luffy it has always been in the middle, the biggest, mm -hmm. because One Piece is of course the the uh, the powerhouse, the the horse that, that carries all the, all the, all the load in the back. Yeah, the, nobody cares. Unless <laughs> if somebody who's really popular started, like an, an author who's extremely popular, started right off, I mm -hmm. don't think their series would be depicted this small. Didn't you say the author of Cypher Academy is very popular already? Uh, only the author, not the mm. artist. So okay. that's why that doesn't count. And also, he's kind of like an acquired tourist. So <laughs> if you are a, a light novel reader and an anime enthusiast, maybe, mm -hmm. but not in, in the jump environment. I see, I see. That doesn't make Nishio Ishio, uh, in, in, in Nishio Ishin, um, Nishio Ishio, uh, Nishio Ishin, um, material for a bigger spot on the cover. Yeah. Also, I think Medaka Box didn't do as well as you would expect from mm. the pedigree. Oh, I've never. Uh, but you can see that Luffy is number one. And Jujutsu Kaisen and My Hero Academia are taking the spots of Naruto and Bleach, respectively. Yeah. Green Naruto taking Naruto's spot. Kind of makes me kind of makes me feel sad. This isn't this isn't the, the, the future that I envisioned to live in in our year of the Lord, uh 2023. Uh-huh. You don't think Green Naruto is a worthy successor of the name and spot? No. 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 Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, neither. We should put Okotsu, the real main character, in there. <laughs> instead of Iridori. I think eventually Sakamoto Days will replace one of these. But mm -hmm. right now, uh, those are relegated to uh, the mid yeah. uh, well, category of... Both... Both Sakamoto, oh no, not Sakamoto. Both uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and Macademia are like they're coming to the end pretty soon, right? Relatively, yeah. It seems like it. I mean, it, if you, I know that we have been talking about how One Piece is in its, is in its final arc, but One it doesn't Piece is still feel, going to take five years. It doesn't years feel as soon. Yeah, like I could envision My Hero Academia and Jujutsu Kaisen ending within the next two years. I feel like yes. One Piece still has like five or so years in it. At least five. Seven yeah. sounds more realistic. Uh, but yeah, we, we will need something to replace those. Yeah. And Sakamoto is right there. <laughs> so is, uh, I guess not as much, but Nico's there. Which watch is good? Ron, don't you think Witch Watch might end also in within that time frame? Mm, I guess so. Its days are maybe numbered, but I don't want to think about that too hard. <laughs> I just I wanna I wanna make like put X's on on the series that are probably ending before yeah. One Piece ends. Undead Unluck, Mashal, Akaneva Nashi. Do you think it's going to? Last longer than One Piece? No. <laughs> okay, going to cross that off as well. Roboco might as well survive mm -hmm. relatively long. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a gag series. It can go on as long as it wants. High School Family is 
uh, time limited because eventually mm -hmm. the characters will graduate. Yeah. Time is moving forward in this high school comedy. Even though it's not real. It's supposed it's to be comedy. Time. It's not really comedy. <laughs> it's not real time, but it's not a mm. comedy either, as far as I am concerned. It's more of a, a absurdist drama. Mm. There's hardly any jokes in there. Yeah, people Just, without taste. Yeah. Absurdity. So funny. Anyway, let's look at the color pages. <laughs> right. One, One piece. piece. Look at all of them. Still, still with the... Luffy uh, is so symmetrical here. Look at him. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wonder if you do the, the symmetrical uh, mirroring <laughs> Mirror, meme, yeah. if, if, if he becomes uh, Doom <laughs> or Moon. Yeah, dude what or Moon, be, sorry. or if he... <laughs> uh, either way, uh, we're... Uh, hmm. The one side that doesn't have the scar on his, on his mm. eye. Versus the double scar one. Yeah, damaged. Oh, the uh, one with the one with no scar will also have two rows of buttons. <laughs> the one with the scar won't way have more any powerful. On his shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can Can't connect to so many different things with all those buttons. Um, uh, our note is that uh, we're still in the phase where Oda needs to push. Uta must be in everything. Red. Yeah, she must be in everything. And have you seen except for some the manga? <laughs> Have you seen some of the anime material that they've made specifically to to cater to people wanting to have her as their wife? No, what like the Christmas you? thing, where no, she's cute and and uh, falling really close to the camera, like ah, oh, Merry Christmas! Mm, mm -hmm. I'm I'm so cute. <laughs> I have not seen that. I, I, no. I have to show you. Okay. Do you people need to bring? Think, do you need to get picture right now? No. We can just move on. We okay. can discuss the chapter at hand, which yeah. is number 1071. The wow, hero there's deploys. so many. Yeah, who's uh, the hero? The... The Kuma? Kuma. Kuma. Because this is the chapter where Kuma reaches Redport at the base of Marie Joa. Then also CP0 manages to get into punk records and mm -hmm. uh, they attack the Thousand Sunny, but Zoro defends the ship. Then Dr. Vegapunk gets a mysterious figure to help them escape. But then Bonnie starts chasing him again. And <laughs> it, then, Bonnie. meanwhile, Yusa's kid uh, and his crew arrive at Elbaf, the, the island of the giants. And then also, meanwhile, yeah, is that Garp uh, sets sail to attack Blackbeard to free Kobe. Yes. So Co many Kobe things are happening. Kobe retrieval arc begin. Yeah. Uh, did you did you know that there is a, 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 a organization within the Marines that's called Sword uh, that has, for instance, uh, well, Corby and Helmepo are part of it, and mm -hmm. uh, Diaz Drake is also part of it. They're like secret agents. Some kind. They're kind of like a faction within the Marines who are trying to make the system better. Apparently. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, and, that would that would fit with uh, working with Garp. Yes, and I somehow I that completely I I didn't know about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. Somehow I I've always missed it. Either. Yeah, I I always assume it's just like oh some of the some of the Marines are more willing to 
go with their own sense of justice, even if it doesn't fit yeah. orders than others. And that's that's the uh, the ones who will help the good guys. Yeah. Because so considering outlaws. that it's a, some, something of a own organization within itself, mm -hmm. then it kind yeah. of makes sense that Garp would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to do this right now, even though it's uh, almost guaranteed suicide because Blackbeard yeah. is just so powerful right now. On the other hand, we still haven't seen what Garb is capable of. No, I've seen some of it. He's really good. <laughs> He's really good, but yeah. how good is he? <laughs> is he good enough? Yeah, because you also you also wonder if because um, he's also very old, and yeah, One Piece definitely does take that into account with stuff like uh, when the admirals or Whitebeard have have fought, then people always talk about like, ah, oh, they're they're getting old, right? <laughs> Even though um, they're still like super powerful. Let's see. Oh, right. Uh, this page right here is... You, you can skip that. I just copied and pasted yeah, that because... All, all, uh, the, all the Vegapunks are here. Because Lilith is in here. So that's yeah. why I saved it. <laughs> Next one as well. Just, just like Sanji for real. Yeah, disregard that. I just want. I just need to save the pictures of the pretty ladies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the, this page right here. This is what I wanted to talk about. This is mm -hmm. where... Uh, nobody seems to be taking the situation seriously. Yeah, enough. I was surprised specifically at Luffy because it's like you just yeah. you just fought Rob Ritchie. <laughs> like the you, main you villain. Know, of... You should know that there's no time to relax right now. But he's like, oh man, I want to relax. At the very least, if he if he wants to relax. Mm -hmm. He should have fought them for real and yeah, dealt yeah, yeah. with the threat fought once and them for all. In order to get rid of the threat so he can relax better. And you know what? They could have done that while they still had control over the seraphims. Mm -hmm. And uh, this would also save them from the seraphims in the future when they have to fight them because the yes. seraphims are going to be trouble as long as CP0 has control over them. For sure. So it, while they, they had all of the cards on their side, they had the Seraphims, the whole crew was there. Yep. CP0 was just three dudes that they have already fought in the past. And yes. Luffy seems to be way more powerful than uh, Awakened Rob Lucci even. Uh, because that would imply that Rob Lucci could have killed Kaido on his own. <laughs> And even though he doesn't uh, consider Luffy to be an emperor right now, which is mm -hmm. fair, but he knows he's we, strong. We, yeah, and we could yeah. we could have. Rob Lucci is one of the worst people in in the One Piece world because yeah. he's willing to just do anything the Celestial Dragons tell him to. Yeah, and they tell him to do reprehensible <laughs> shit. So. Exactly. Uh, he he needs to go, and Luffy just letting him sit there. Why would you do that? Why would you do that when you have weapons on your side that could potentially destroy an island? Yeah, it's it's like so weird that he seems to be saying, "I want to relax." Although you could possibly read it as in, instead of of him being just like totally oblivious, like I don't care that CP zero is here. You could read it as. Uh, I wanted to stay and fight instead of run away, because then we could. Yeah, maybe, yeah. but that's that not would the make case more here. sense. 
I'm going to read it that way because it makes sense to my mind. <laughs> the thing that, that didn't make sense to me in this part, though, is that all the Vegapunks are like, we got to get off this island. We need to get off the island. But didn't, didn't um, original Vegapunk state before that he offloaded a majority of his brain into punk records and that all his clones are, are remote controlled from that? So mm-hmm. it's like if they, if they just run away... And then CP0 just pulls the plug on punk records. Do all the other Vegapunks just die? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows how that works? Yeah, it's, it, seems slightly, it seems slightly pointless to run away and be like, we gotta escape this island. Oh, by the way, uh, a, a large chunk of my brain is, is stuck on this island and it's too big to take away. <laughs> that makes it even worse than what I thought. But mm, what were you thinking? The more we the more we talk about it, like the clearer it gets that they should have defended Egghead yeah, they should instead have planned of to stand trying to fight. bail. Yeah. They probably will end up staying in fight. No, they probably will try to you escape. Think? I think they're gonna try to escape, but they won't be able to. They'll they'll be forced into battle. No, this is this is definitely we're going to escape and it's going mm. to be one hair's breadth, uh, <laughs> because the Marines are closing in, and we just have to make it extra exciting. Because right now, uh, it might not be as exciting while mm-hmm. Luffy is super powerful and everybody's afraid of him. Yeah, so and that's th- why we have to uh, do you up think, the ante by. Do you think we're going to figure that out next week, or do you think it's going to still going go... to take longer? No, I mean. Um... Do you think it'll stick with Luffy's crew, or do you think next chapter is going to switch to Kid or Garp's crews? Ah, uh, it's going to stick with Egghead. Okay. That's my prediction. I want to see more of Garp's crew going to fight Blackbeard. If only, yeah, but I think that's one of them. It's not just that it's interesting that they're going into enemy territory, but also that uh, they're bringing Doll with them, right? <laughs> Don't show that. I, I saved that for myself as well. <laughs> for later. No. Yes. But I, want, I wanted to point it out that hopefully she and the uh, the headphone girl, what's her face? We're going to go with them. Uh, one other thing that I find way more interesting is who did Vegapunk call to get help? Yeah, that's a good question. Was it Was it directly to Kuma, do you think? You think he has a direct line to Kuma, and that's why he started moving? No, because Kuma no? started moving earlier than that. Well, maybe, maybe that was a it... flash forward. No, I don't think so. Also, Kuma is in Marijoa, so that's way somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's taking the scenic route. Uh, he's going to attack the city, probably. Mm. And that's going to cause some more uh, problems on the marine side, and then they, that's you know probably what? going to leave them the you, opportunity you, you said to, that to maybe the hero escape. deploys refers to Kuma. Hmm? Did you say that? You mean, yeah. No, I don't think that it refers to Kuma. I think the hero deploys refers to Garp at the <gasps> end because his his nickname was the the hero of the marines. All right. That's and yeah, he's, that's right. He's yeah, deploying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's grabbing up a bunch of the the young bucks to help him get Kobe back. Right, that's true. I wasn't thinking. You're right. Because everyone's afraid of Kuma right now. 
Yes, he's not, he's not hero. a hero to them at all. They're like, he lost his mind. He's a slave to the <laughs> celestial dragons. We gotta run away. Yep, you're right. I wasn't thinking. Anyway, yeah. um, yeah. I, w- I would have to downgrade this chapter now that I'm thinking about it way more. The because plan, the way things the are going, escape the escape plan. plan. Yeah, that's dumb. That's, yeah. uh, counter to everything that has been going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was going to give it um, 68 points, but right you now, can't now. <laughs> uh, I, I would say it's more of a... Mm, let me check with the other ratings. Uh, mm-hmm. 65. Yeah, it's not quite nice. Yeah. That's all right. Oh, I do have something that's nice, but that's for later. Mm, all right. Going on. Uh, what's next? Did you, did you read Sakamoto Days this week? Yes, Sakamoto Days yeah. was my favorite this yeah, week, I think. Our our prophecies did not come true. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I like this chapter. It opens with a flashback to young... Um, oh, that Kanaguri. was so relatable. Yeah. Young Kanaguri... Have you been there before? No, okay. I, I haven't been everywhere, everywhere he's, in he Italy. Go, but... He goes to Italy and sees the uh, the mouth of truth. And it's like, I like this more in black and white because he knows it from um, Roman Holiday. Mm-hmm. And I know you it. You can from tell JoJo. which movie it is. <laughs> you can really tell. Yeah, it's. I think it's literally a posterized screenshot of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you remember you remember this thing in in JoJo? Uh, no. What, that, what was that? Was in JoJo they used the mouth of truth as the door to get into the secret passageway under Rome where the pillar men are hidden. Uh, yeah, that's that's where uh, Awaken My Masters takes place, is under this thing. Uh, I was uh, so blinded by Vento Audio that I... <laughs> you forgot they'd been to Italy before, so much longer before, in years past. Yeah, good yeah. times. Um, so, this this whole chapter is just the fight between Sakamoto and Kanaguri. Mm-hmm. And they're now in an auditorium hall with pipe organ for yes. whatever reason. <laughs> and well, uh, I think it's, Kanag- it's one of those old school places where they'd um, they would do the music live for a theater, I think. I suppose, yeah. Even yeah. though they shouldn't have any... Uh, they don't have a reason to have that in the JAA, mm-hmm. the <laughs> Assassin's uh, school because like what what why would you why would you need a pipe organ? Mm, maybe if there's like some assassin who's practicing to to kill someone in a cathedral, <laughs> they need to get good at playing the <laughs> organ to pretend to be the the organist, and then they get you. I don't, I don't know. Either way, um, Kanaguri is is fighting with a laser, even though he says it's not a laser, and that <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah. It's just like, it's just a really good stage light. And I don't understand. He picks that stage light up, right? Mm-hmm. Are because you going back to bring, saying that he has a stand? Uh, if only. he you Because he didn't bring the stage light with uh-huh. him, right? Yeah. That's not something that he had in a pocket no, somewhere. He only got that from 
the auditorium hall. And then Sakamoto asks him, like, what is this, a laser? And he's like, no, don't be ridiculous. This is not a laser. It's just a very <laughs> strong light. And then they clearly... Yeah, it's like cutting yeah, things well, apart. When it hits Sakamoto, it burns his clothes. <laughs> it's like, that's a laser. <laughs> what's the point of uh, doing... <sighs> Whatever. To, and... to make us think that Kanaguri has a stand. Yeah, if only. Kanaguri argues uh, that... Yeah. Uh, the entire world only exists yeah. for cinema, and that Sakamoto's day era, are o the Sakamoto days, his era yeah. is over. But then Sakamoto overwhelms him with they had, sheer technique and power. They had some pretty cool lines there. Um, when Kanaguri yeah. says, everything is for cinema, even the deaths of our loved ones. At that point, remember, we predicted last week that he was going to, to die sitting down in one of the seats and be like, oh, yeah, that would have been like cool. The audience. Then at this point, I thought... Like, oh, this, <laughs> I was reminded of Goodbye, Ari, the guy uh, filming his mother's death scene mm. for his movie. And I was like, oh, what if it ends instead with with the, the theater exploding and Sakamoto walking away from it? That would have been also funny, but um, that w yeah. would have been too much of a call out like it here. This is a reference to something that I enjoyed recently. But I, I really liked uh, Sakamoto's line. When yes. he tells Kanaguri, a heartless person's work can never touch anyone's heart. Yeah. Sakamoto does not believe in death of the author. And then he says, hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. Like, and Kanaguri's ah, like, ah, do like you movies do like movies after all. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Because before we were like, Sakamoto, you idiot. Why are you saying you don't like movies? Oh, maybe it's just to piss off Kanaguri. <laughs> I think it's true. He's just saying it to piss him off. He does like movies. Now he's more relatable he, once more. And maybe he just didn't want to say he's a cine, cin, what is, cinemaphile. Cinephile. Cinemaphile. Is it cinemaphile or a cinephile? Maybe just cinephile. Cinephile. Yeah. yeah, it's for people who are uh, unusually people who say sexually kino. attracted to cinema. <laughs> uh, oh, also, when the lasers are going all over the place and Conagory is like, mm. this is just like entrapment. I was like, is he going to gonna do the the sexy laser dodging dance from that movie but he doesn't if only maybe they maybe they'll yeah. save this for the anime because this maybe. is again it one will. of those that'll, that'll be the, that'll be the um the end credit dance sequence is kanaguri doing the <laughs> the laser dodging dance from entrapment oh. damn that would be so good i doubt yeah, it but i want it Where's that animation AI that we can type that into? <laughs> Great for us. <laughs> uh, maybe just a few more years, but mm -hmm. eventually, and then it's all over for you guys. Yeah. One, oh, one thing I thought about this, this sequence, um, where the light is falling on them and it, mm -hmm. their shadows are projected onto the stage. I was yeah. like, one thing that, that would have made it a little bit cooler, but also might not have made as much sense to, to readers who are like, children who don't know about it is if um the hole that was busted in the wall was just like a tiny pinhole and it did a camera oscura and it projected them uh like upside down have you seen that have you seen that before i i do know what you're talking about but yeah. i don't think that would make for a good scene <laughs> i think it would have been cool <laughs> this is fine though i like this <laughs> this is this is good i like yeah. it 
This is this is doing going to do very well in the anime. People are going, oh yeah, it'll be oh, great. This is so good. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I gave it seventy five points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really good, good action chapter, where despite most of it just being guys hitting each other, they exchange some some good one liners. Yeah. Just like just like a movie character would. Uh what's next? Jujutsu Kaisen Jujutsu is next. Kaisen. Yeah, what happened in Jujutsu Kaisen? Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, this is the uh, chapter number oh, 209. Right. Yeah. The, the, the um, US military the enters. Finally show up. Yeah, they, they yeah. enter the culling game domes and start capturing sorcerers, mm-hmm. even though a bunch of them are also killed by cursed spirits, yeah. which uh, is all in all, that's just used. Uh, as one of Kenjaku's failsafe plans in order to increase the cursed energy inside yes, the domes. He, yeah, it turns out that it was, it was all just a, a trick. He baited all these guys to come in, uh, and one of the things he was hoping for was that uh, is that they would they get, get killed, killed and <laughs> release cursed energy, which, once again, I think, I think it's mentioned in this chapter. Uh, somebody talks about how cursed energy and cursed sorcery is a Japan-specific thing and doesn't exist outside of Japan, so why would you bring in all these people from outside? Yeah. And Kenjaku is like, oh, well, you know, it's a, it's a special case. Even non-sorcerers who have no connection to cursed energy will generate a lot if they die in you know horrible enough ways, basically. Yeah. And the thing is, I was kind of expecting at this point that he was just going to say oh yeah the whole thing about cursed energy and jujutsu sorcery only existing in japan was a lie (laughs) Mm. because i watched jujutsu kaisen zero and there's a guy in in that movie called miguel and he shows up in the manga later and they're like oh what what's okatsu been up to while he's been gone for so much of the manga and it says oh he's been with Miguel in Africa. They've been hunting down a rope made of cursed energy that can be used to make like really special cursed energy tools. Weird and, how it ended up in Africa. Yeah, and I'm like, well, if if jujutsu sorcery is only a Japanese thing, how come there's like this legendary tool in Africa? And it also says that Miguel grew up in Africa. <laughs> It's like, and this guy who grew up in Africa is like an extremely competent jujutsu sorcerer. Mm, I, I feel like it's a lie that it only exists in Japan. But they, um, they don't I have, say that here. I have two arguments. Mm-hmm. One is if uh, jujutsu energy and and sorcery was a thing outside of Japan, mm-hmm. uh, that world, the jujutsu kaisen world, is structured in a way that uh, the president of the United States would know about it. You'd think, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And also the Chinese and the Russians and whoever he met with, those people would definitely yeah, know they would already about... Be like, yeah. yeah, the president would have been like, oh, we've, we have our own version of that. We don't call it jujutsu sorcery, but we know of it. Yes. In fact, we have this whole base that studies it. And a few years ago, a bunch of guys tried Naruto run to it. So we (laughs) kicked them out. Still, my my biggest disappointment with the Trump presidency (laughs) is that he didn't say what's in in Area 51. He didn't join in in Naruto running. I think he's too fat to do that. (laughs) (laughs) 
so yeah, the, the the people would know about that. And argument yeah. argument number two is that uh, Gege Akutami probably doesn't want to make the story into like the whole series would turn into Shaman King, and that mm. would be such a grand vision mm-hmm. that he would like. That would be as if uh, Toga as if. That would be just like when Togashi was like, by the way, there is a whole new yes, world outside. Yes, yeah. And he doesn't want mean. to do that. Yeah. That's also the reason why uh, Horikoshi isn't doing that in My Hero Academia and only Even being though like... it doesn't make sense. I don't like yeah, that they, they're not doing it like that. Yeah. Some, some people are just so small-minded that they're like... Oh, I don't <laughs> Local <it."> only. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the world doesn't exist. But you are completely correct that it should exist and that our uh, headcanon is better than what we yeah. see in the series itself. <laughs> Tommy's actual stuff. Yeah. Um, also, oh, this, this page is really cool. Oh, yeah. yeah this anytime, page is, extri- is so scary. I, I feel like uh, it's become a thing in horror stuff recently to have... Uh, soldiers facing off with the weird ghosts and monsters and aliens and stuff. Really? I feel like I've seen it in a bunch of other stuff too. Maybe in some video games. Because uh, it's like, oh, here's some people who in real life would be like, you know, tough guys who who don't afraid of anything. Mm. But then, oh, here's something that can just easily kill them. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, it's, a, it's a good, uh, in, a, in a way. Using like the, the most powerful... Thing. Yeah, using the most powerful person in the world as mm-hmm. a jobber just to say how much stronger X yes. or Y is is probably yeah, that makes sense. That little yeah, the logic does. does check out. Um, and I think I think maybe in more recent things, it's it's because modern soldiers are so technologically based, like they have so mm-hmm. much equipment that when it's just like it also kind of sets up the technology versus the unknown sort of thing. It's like right. science fighting things that we, we can't understand. Right. Yeah. I actually wanted to say something about the previous page, uh-huh. which, which we, we, we didn't even mention, how uh, Kenjaku and I don't even know who that other person is, but it's just they one of talk his about... He meets, he meets with some of, his, uh, some of his followers. I think they're the people who had been following him since before he was Kenjaku, when he was just oh, well, regular either, ghetto. Either way, uh, this, this person... Mm-hmm kind of questioning like oh i thought this uh, the, the fact that the soldiers can just get, go in mm-hmm. uh as long as they like click on approve on the terms of service when the when the the, the, the little worm thing they appears didn't even read it and it was like oh i thought there was some kind of bug and kenjaku is so like oh man <laughs> he's so bummed out about uh, that thing, even though he planned for it being called a bug. Yeah. <laughs> then, but that ties into what I wanted to criticize, which mm-hmm. is we had this it was several chapters of Kenjaku meeting with the presidents of all of the countries in the world yes. and giving us this glimpse of there is a world outside of Japan that's mm-hmm. complicated and learning, multifaceted. And they're just and, learning about cursed energy. Yes. And all of that is now with this chapter reduced to like, oh, uh, I had to explain why yeah. the culling game is creating enough cursed energy, even though I'm only showing like five characters per dome. Yeah. 
like because some people will go through the story and be like, oh, I calculated the point of everybody in the <laughs> colony. And so many uh, people are fighting enough? off screen. <laughs> yeah, and how how do we not see all of these characters? And the answer is, oh, there weren't that many sorcerers in mm-hmm. the colonies, but we still need to up the number of cursed energy in these domes to like yeah. uh, 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 rat to to uh, logically uh, say like yes, Kenjaku has reached his goal and Mm. these whole chapters that characterized what's going on outside of japan seems to be just to explain like just to explain the plot hole that there weren't enough (laughs) characters introduced yeah uh, in order to explain how kenjaku's plan works it doesn't turn out to be like some separate aspect of the plan it's purely oh i need to increase the amount of curse energy so i'll bait some normies into here too yes yeah, and he could have done that in a in a different way, but yeah. he did it this way, and this is yeah, a little bit of blue There's a big me. pile of gold inside each of the <laughs> each of the things. Go get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 a little bit disappointed, but what I'm not disappointed by is uh, the final thing that's happening, which is that Itadori and Fushiguro's group getting yeah. surprised by the soldiers, and they still have the comedian guy with them, and. <laughs> He can dodge bullets because he thinks it would be funny to do it with the with that Russian dance. Yeah, <laughs> because his, his magic is. If he thinks it would be funny, he can do it. <laughs> he thinks everything is funny. So he's so strong because he's he's easy at laughing. What do you call that when someone laughs easily? When someone gets drunk easily, you call it a cheap date. Hmm. That might be a word in Japanese. Easily. Yeah, comedy maybe. culture because they are so ex- advanced in yeah. their manzai uh, uh, technology, mm-hmm. which you would yeah, yeah. know if you read uh, Shoha Shoten, which is a big recommendation yeah, from us to you. I need to catch up with that. I haven't read it for a while. It the, doesn't come it, out every it, week, so I forget. If sometimes. you read it, if you read it now in one go, that would be probably better than mm-hmm. uh, what I did, which is reading it every week. Mm-hmm. And the the most recent chapters. I think there were like two months between oh, each wow. other, yeah. and it, it stopped on a flashback that explains why one character says "I killed that dude," <laughs> and you were always like, oh, "I remember what? that one." Yeah, yeah, and the flashback now explains how the other dude died and mm. how this guy is being made responsible for it. And yeah. I and I was like, "Wait, isn't the fat guy? Isn't that the same guy from from the flashback?" Because if that's <laughs> true, is. then he's then he's not. He didn't used to be fat and and a glutton. He's now this guy I'm talking about. He's now mm-hmm. completely his whole personality is basically Cartman. <laughs> he's right. mean like and power. he loves eating. And in the past, that wasn't the case. So I didn't yeah. make the connection that these are the, oh, okay. the two of the like these two are the same character. Anyways, right. uh, yeah. this this chapter of Jujutsu Kaisen was okay. Was okay. Uh, I gave it fifty five points and. Um, maybe you disagree. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was all right. I I did think that it was a bit goofy the way that the soldiers encounter Yudori and friends, where it's right. like they actually get surprised from behind, and the soldiers throw a stun grenade, and Yudori kicks it back to them, and I'm like, he That's doesn't not... afraid of anything. Yeah, well, like it's it's kind of weird that. 
that's his first move to do. Is he notices something flying at him. He just kicks it. He doesn't even know what it is because <laughs> it's coming from behind him. And also, we'd seen before that the um, in the same chapter, the soldiers used stun grenades on people who were like sitting down. Mm. But Itadorian friends were already like running towards something. Yeah. <laughs> so you think that they would probably open with the stun guns instead? Something that's you know. It doesn't rely on uh, on surprising someone. You just mm. shoot them with a stun gun. Whatever. It's fine. I guess, yeah, that makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, it's just a little bit weird. Oh, also, I had hoped that uh, instead of being surprised like that, they would have seen them first without being engaged by them. Because yeah, have you played Half-Life? Nope. Okay, well, in, in that game, I'm going to spoil this 20-some-year-old game for everyone here. No. That, <laughs> uh... I think the I think it came out the same year that Chainsaw Man takes place. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, so the the game is about being a scientist during an alien invasion of the base, mm, I know the science that. base. And a there's a part where a bunch of soldiers show up, and the other scientists are like, "Oh, you're here to save us! Thank you!" And then they just start killing everyone because they're actually there just to to erase the existence of the base. Mm, and not I just see. kill aliens, but kill all the all the people who are working there too. And Do like, they oh, already would've... know that people can get infected by the head crab thing? Uh, I don't at know. That maybe. Point? Um, I'm not sure. It... Because that would make sense to kill all make the sense. scientists. Yeah, but well, only the ones who have head crabs on them. <laughs> head crabs aren't mm. like aliens in that they can burrow inside you. They only control you if they're literally on your head. Ah. <laughs> uh... Um, I see. Yeah, yeah, but that was that would have been a nice little moment in Jujutsu Kaisen, but it didn't happen. What's next? Roboco. Roboco. Uh, I mean, oh. Hunter X Hunter. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> funny. If only. Um, this is the chapter in which, on Roboco's suggestion, the mm -hmm. boys play Hyakunin issue on yeah, the, under the false impression game. that. It's a memory game, yeah. Mm -hmm. But also, it's it's one of those um, New Year's Eve traditions. There are yeah. many New Year's Day traditions that, mm. it, like, it's the chapter starts with Bondo going, "Well, I want to do something that's uh, New Year's that's traditional for this day, mm -hmm. but also I'm kind of sick of flying a kite, which is one of those things." Mm -hmm. uh, the the uh, chapter cover for uh, the Elusive Samurai also has one of those games. Ah, it's not the name. same, but it's similar. similar and game, I yeah. forgot what it's named. But I also don't really care about it, so yeah. I don't know, like yeah, just some some really thing. Yeah, and um, actually, maybe it is the same. Either way, um. <laughs> Sometimes in some in very rare uh, animes and mangas, mm. you see that because maybe the, the author ran out of ideas. And I mm. thought this was another of those like, oh, it has to be Roboco centered and it has to be one of those oh, Roboco is uh, just like fishing for compliments. All of but the it's time. not Roboco centered. <laughs> yes, because then the chapter switches from... Um, from the memory game to them having intense mind games. Yeah. They all play along under the false impression that Roboco would award the winner a rare jump prize that even I didn't know existed. And I think the author is like, I want someone to send this to me. 
he did say he did say that not even he himself yeah. was able to get it. So What's that's it? why someone someone who got it. it send it to him. It, it, it kind of looks like it doesn't look like a good product. <laughs> <laughs> that's just if his you, art style. No, I think like it it really just looks like uh they made slippers and mm. uh stapled stitched <laughs> stitched something on that you can probably make yourself yeah relatively print easily print out a picture of kua and put it on your your ten dollar amazon slippers so that's why i i'm i'm a little like eh, i wouldn't fight for this but everybody loves these apparently they were limited edition yeah and even gorilla and matsuo want them so that's really why they those. start this really intense that's battle. That's such a fierce of... competition. All of them have this uh, <laughs> a like special ability. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Matsuo so, can see see certain phrases in different colors, so you can recognize them so fast. And Gorilla has that... the feel of it. And then... Did you have that yourself? Like how some numbers feel like they would be different color? No. No, I don't have it for all colors, but I can clearly tell that some numbers must be a certain color. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, there's some some sort of just uh, feels right. (laughs) Some connection was made there. Have you seen that test where uh, they show the names of different colors to you, but sometimes it will be be a different color (laughs) than what the word says. It's so confusing. This is bad. Yeah. But Bondo has... <laughs> Bondo is just expanding <laughs> the ability that we already knew, which is that manga he, as long as it was a manga, he can remember it. So if he just... He's looking at the table as if it's a... As if it's it's one of those unfinished Hunter x Hunter pages. Yeah, so in his mind, he has to add the dialogue balloons and then hmm. it becomes a manga and then he can memorize all of them. And that's how he won. And then the big... Uh, Revelaton at the end is that they don't even get the slippers. Those were just Roboco's own goods. <laughs> yeah, that was for herself. But uh, the big winning, the big prize was autographs of Roboco. <laughs> uh, which you so should be you sh- if you f- do anything with Roboco, you should. Yes, you should expect that she's not really going to give you a prize. It's going to be a a Roboco prize. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I gave the the chapter 67 points because at first I was like, "Ah," and then I noticed "Ah," turning into something that I actually like. Yeah. So the first half was uh, painful and then uh, it was worth it. Mm -hmm. Good. Speaking of painful. uh, Boku no Hero Academia. Yeah, the school. Goodbye, Hero Academia. This is the um, chapter in which uh, Kurogiri teleports more of Toga's twices into the UA fortress. So uh, Aizawa and Monoma's erasure gets interrupted, gets allowing to Shigaraki to use his quirk and shed all for one's control somehow. And the Liberation Front's hacker man is also taking over the UA. He literally defenses. is like, I'm in. And but then La Brava, who is used to be gentle sidekick, yeah, that like the the, the short stack girl whose power it is to make you s- stronger if if she loves you or something. I forgot what it, what exactly it is. Then she gets 
reintroduced as part of the big plan uh, as some kind of ass pull, I would say. Yeah. It's so, like, oh, uh, have any of the other characters done anything with computers? This girl has. She can counter the hacker man. She was on YouTube once. That yeah. means she's a... Ah, oh, that's the same logic that my parents use. Like, you, <laughs> you, you use a computer, you can do X and Y. And I'm like, no, I'm not a, I'm not a programmer. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Um, did you notice that this chapter... We have to chapter... study deeply. <laughs> if only. Uh, I think the, the, the extent of my learning uh, capabilities is learning how to do 3D modeling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what were you going to say about noticing in this chapter? Did you notice that this chapter again had only 11 pages? So little. Is this a thing now? I mean, I'm not against it. I'm totally mm. on board with the Magnus having ideas. shorter chapters if it helps the author to get through his week. Yeah. I just, I'm not, I'm like, is this a thing or, or I think it's a thing. is it? It's becoming a thing. Is it just because Horikoshi has health problems, or is it is, is he like uh, American comics also only have eleven pages so <laughs> to do this? I don't know because if it was just the health problems thing, then I would expect he would be more likely to be like, "Oh, no chapter this week. I'm taking a break," rather than right. I'm doing shorter chapters. I so also I, I haven't seen him comment on it in in mm -hmm. the author comments, but I'm not. Okay. A following him on Twitter, so maybe he said I it there. Know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really I have, have a lot of thoughts about this. Oh, you did? Okay. I, I, w one more thing I want to say is that I really dislike how like everything that could go wrong is going mm -hmm. wrong. Yeah. Not you only... Gotta, you gotta put the heroes into their low point so it's more exciting when they make their, their return and win. I've just uh, almost completed Stone Ocean yeah. on Netflix, and that made me realize there's so many moments where the villain himself is uh, is at a really low point and yeah. driven a into a corner. And I I like that so much more when the villain himself can fuck up and like gets into a bad spot and. Mm -hmm. Then somehow overcomes it, but not enough to like turn the tides completely. Right. But right now in My Hero Academia, this was also a problem when they were attacking the facility where uh, Shigaraki was being turned into uh, Alpha One. Mm -hmm. Then with the, the giant dude, what's his name? Yeah, Gigantomaki. Like all of that was. All of the, the cards were so stacked against the heroes that it didn't feel good following it because it was always just one more bit to punch them down. And <laughs> no progress was made. Every time they, you think, ah, oh, they made something, they did something here, and somebody sacrificed himself to, to at least get one more step closer mm -hmm. it always gets undone but not just undone but it gets worse right now i i don't see any way how they can uh, win without extreme ass pulls yeah. and that's something you shouldn't do as, as soon as you have to introduce completely uh, uh unprepared ass pulls mm -hmm. that's for your story. Also, since this 
uh, LaBrava showing up and being able to counter the hacker guy. Mm-hmm. It's already kind of like out of left field. But also it's like, how much is that actually going to help them? <laughs> because yeah. it's just, it doesn't put them into a, a, a better position than they were before. It just puts them back to the same position they began in. Because right. the hacker is like, oh, I'm going to... I'm going to open up all those doors and everyone is going to be in danger. So the heroes will have to deal with that as well. So it's like, he's, he's going to put them into a really bad situation, but then if Mm. that gets countered, it basically just cancels it out. It doesn't actually improve the situation of the heroes to anything better than before. The only good thing about the chapter is that Labrara showed up again. Because like I liked potato. her. I, I liked her, and I really liked Gentle. That yeah, was Gent- such an like inconsequential... It seems uh, pointless to have them separated, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he, he, was really, he was a good villain, I would yeah. say. And it was so nice villain. that... He's yeah, like an anti-villain, yeah. It was so nice to have somebody who's not big villain, who's threatening the whole mm-hmm. society again. Just, yeah. just one dude doing his stupid shenanigans. Yeah. And he crime. might he might ruin the school festival. <laughs> but in a way that's not destroying society. Exactly. That's what, you, that's, that's what you need in between the, uh, the world-destroying arcs. Is, yeah. an arc, is it an arc where you just you try to save the school festival? That we rarely had that. It was always, yeah. oh, we're going to destroy UA. And this guy, this guy was just trying to mess with them. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't going to kill them all. Anyway, you uh, wait. I get it. No, forty-eight. Ouch. Not nice. Yeah. Hope. Hopefully. Hopefully, they'll show us some some more interesting stuff, but not just BS on how they get out of this. Um, from here on out, it's just going to be ass pulls all the way down. Yeah, because like also now for for such a long time, they were building up uh, Shigaraki as being the new vessel for All for One, mm-hmm. and now it's they have this weird thing where he's like kind of breaking away from him, warping out of himself. Yeah, which looks really gross. Disgusting. Uh, I, guess, I guess I'll give them a bonus for that because, I mean, you want the main villain to be, to be very, very looking as well. I uh, suppose. I was I was reminded by someone on Twitter <laughs> of oh? earlier when Deku sees the mental image of the the lonely crying little boy Shigaraki. <laughs> And it's like, when I looked at you, I saw someone who needs saving. Even though it's like, at this point, it's like, he needs saving from, from, like, from himself. Because he's becoming the villain, and he's done all these evil things already. It's, like, it's not like he's just some kid who's being manipulated by All for One. Like, he's, mm. he's, he's into a lot of this stuff. You know what? You know what? Boku no Hero Academia can be saved if they merge their most recent collaboration, which was mm-hmm. uh, collabing with Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> and Deku gets a gun. Mm. He just shoots Shigaraki. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. It, he gets, that's why he they should that put hammer, us in charge hammer, of yeah. everything. <laughs> 
by the way, the 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 Deku Smash was really good in the game. Did you did, did they you remove play that? around with that? Yeah. yeah. Only yeah, there I... for like two weeks. Wow, it's so short. Yeah, yeah I, it I, I might come that. back, but it was really good. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny, but here's something that's not funny, which is blue bugs. Oh, it's not funny this week. So no, it's even worse than uh, My Hero Academia. Oh, no. I'll go through it real quick. This is the yeah. chapter uh, 84, how that made her feel, uh, which is about um, uh, last week, Yumeka showed up at the end of the date where Ch uh, Chinatsu Senpai and Taiki were on that uh, Shibuya Sky uh, observation mm -hmm. deck. And um, Chinatsu Senpai remains steadfast after her run in with Yumika. But then Taiki keeps wondering about it and gets Haryu Senpai to explain to him that Yumika used to be Chinatsu's rival in motivation. And then the yeah. chapter ends on Taiki having to go to the dentist where Yumika just happens to work as a receptionist. Mm -hmm. So there's... Coincidences. There are so many things that piss me off. Uh, first of all, this chapter explains how Chinatsu and Yumika used to be exactly the same relationship as Tsubasa and Nakajima <laughs> from uh, the Ichinose family's Deadly are they Sims. Gonna play, are they going to play garbage basketball? <laughs> if only. Uh, the, the, because the, they are just a rehash of mm -hmm. that relationship. There's no other way around it. This is... This almost feels like the author is literally copying oh, no. the other author's homework because it's also been enough time between those mm -hmm. that it might align. <laughs> and um, then on this uh, on this page, you see that the super plain NPC-looking boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, it, by the way, he's weirdly plain. Like he, he looks, he doesn't look good. He looks like. A hot girl like Yumika wouldn't date this nerd, mm -hmm. right? And he's the he one must who. Be really funny. Hopefully, he's the one who defuses the situation. Uh, and it it sucks how little we get to see of him, even though he seems to be the key figure to the whole constellation. Mm. Yumika stopped basketball one day and just went to a different school and now she's like acting all high and mighty as if yeah. uh, wasting your youth on on sports is <laughs> dumb and you could just do normal things like dating and the guy she dates is this wet blanket yeah um then i had some ludo narrative dissonance how so <laughs> on uh, this page still uh -huh. <laughs> because Yumika is drawn with these uh, squinty eyes, right? Yeah. And apparently Taiki sees her giving him like a glare mm -hmm. and it's drawn literally the same way as she always looks. <laughs> and oh. I'm, I'm supposed to I don't know, discern from this one panel that Taiki saw something different saw in how she in her eyes. Yeah. And even though that's how she that's how she looks. <laughs> Gets even worse when you think about this as if it was uh in real life. Mm -hmm. uh, if somebody was looked just looking like this, I would be like, ah, yeah. that's how like they normally 
That's not well, a, maybe maybe Taiki not is a just misinterpreting it as a, a sensitive. No, ghost. because Taiki is always right. That's right. a problem. He's always right in, no. in this stupid piece of shit manga. <laughs> and uh, I, I, him having like this this zoom in slow mo opportunity to see that she's giving him like the stink eye. Uh huh. The normal eye. For her. And, the, and the normal eye for her is, uh, yeah, that's that's throwing me out of the immersion. Mm. Then, um, oh, next page. It still shows that Chinatsu Senpai and Taiki are just leaving normally, going home together. And then they're on the train. And this is one of those moments that's supposed, like, it's, Exactly like you're save help, the cat. help out the uh, the pregnant woman. Yes, a pregnant woman comes into the subway, and both of them are immediately getting up to offer her their seat. Ah, uh, they're such polite children. Yes, look how look how good they are, and how much they deserve each other because both of them are morally <laughs> virtuous and nice. Yeah, but uh, it's drawn in a way as if they like just looking at the bottom panel. You don't mm-hmm. see them getting up you don't only see them <laughs> being like, like oh, oh <laughs> a pregnant woman and i'm i mean those lines on the left and right are supposed to show yeah, movement, yeah, yeah. but you, can, you, can, you literally can't <laughs> tell so it really just looks like they recognize somebody they know yeah and just that just to show that they they offered their seat because they're so nice mm-hmm. uh i, I feel Not like doing this it is for you it's not doing it for me. This is emotional seen... manipulation of the reader. Wait, wasn't it her that was carrying the old lady? He, uh, yeah, he, she did it, yeah. and then he did it. Yeah, so they already, they already kind of did that. Just a reminder how good they are. Yeah, it's it's just uh, emotional manipulation. <laughs> a way better way to do this would be in Roboco, where Roboco. Hmm? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> In Roboco, where she uh, watches Bondo being nice to somebody mm-hmm. in dialogue yeah. form, and then noticing, oh, and this is my new master. Mm-hmm. This is just save the cat. Yeah, this, this is, is just this is only they saw for little... the benefit of of us, the audience. Yeah, it isn't something that would show the reactions of the other characters, which would, would yes. have been more interesting. It's worse. Gets worse. Yeah. Oh, really? um, the fact that Taiki has uh, to go to the dentist because he wakes uh-huh. up and he's like, oh, I have a, t- a toothache. And his mom is like, go to the dentist, maybe. And then he goes to the dentist. And then mm-hmm. he goes to the dentist and sees that the oh, receptionist yes. is Yumika. And this is, this is the worst because um, I hate how they introduce new characters. Like, oh, this could be somebody who's important later on and important mm-hmm. to the constellation of all the multiple chess pieces on the board. But instead of leaving it as a mystery, maybe, or fleshing it out in a natural way, it's always like, and then I had to go there, and then suddenly the person was <laughs> there, and then I had to deal with that person in a different situation. Yeah, it's so mundane. Too much, it's coinc- almost- too much reliance on coincidence coincidence and mundanity because mm-hmm. 
this is how I used to, when I was in, in grade school, this is how I used to write, uh, do creative writing, where I was yeah. like, okay, so in, in TV, you normally don't see the people doing mundane things like eating yeah. something so from the refrigerator and going that? to the toilet. So that's why I have to include that in my stories to be, yeah, be uh, subversive and, and novel. So I was like, and then you went to the supermarket because you wanted to eat yogurt. And then he bought a yogurt and then he ate the yogurt. And while he was eating the yogurt, he was thinking hmm, this yogurt and this is exactly this is as if he was as if taiki was trying to eat yogurt and then eventually he <laughs> sees yumika in the supermarket yeah i tell here here's how you do it way better uh you have to make it that taiki thinks about how uh uh um, yumika was the motivation for chinatsu senpai uh for her basketball career mm -hmm. right because yeah. she wanted to to be as good as her so that she respects her, right? Right. That makes him, during his training, overexert himself, and he, like, uh, strains a muscle or something. Mm -hmm. Then somebody says, you might have to go to the chiropractor or something, because mm -hmm. this is serious enough. And then he goes there where the receptionist is Yumika. Or even better, Yumika is... A chiropractor in training. Yeah, that's how you connected uh, more Instead naturally. Of just being this complete random, like oh, by the it's way, completely it's completely random. Stupid baby child gets a cavity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. Why would you in the first place? Uh, Taiki is uh, is so upstanding and 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 uh, uh, like yeah, you think he brushes that teeth. He would brush his teeth three <laughs> times per day. So why is he having a cavity? Mm. This doesn't make any sense other than I want the situation where I he has to deal somehow, with, somehow with he has somebody. Somehow, receptionist. Yeah. It's too bad. That's that's the chapter. I gave it 42 <laughs> points. This is even worse than... Uh, oh, okay. when you When you were saying that uh, it was cribbing off of, uh, off of Ichinose family... Like mm. at least they don't make it so that the girl who is becoming standoffish is and is actually having a side job is having that kind of I, side job where she's going to hotels with, with some dude who gives her if on, oh, if only that would also explain see that would explain why she has this uh, why she glasses always, boyfriend yeah and why she's always looking at people like that and she's like yeah. oh, they have such normal lives they don't know what I have to do at least if you copy Chinose family's homework, <laughs> do it right. Don't just like change it enough that it's different enough. Mm -hmm. Just copy everything that's good, not just <laughs> a few bits. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> anyway. Next time. Uh, onto something that's a little bit better. Just a little bit. Actually, it had, a whole it lot had better. Its, it had its moments that were good, but it also had its moments that were like, this is dumb. <laughs> Fabricant 100. There it is, yeah. Chapter 5. Yeah, ignorance. Luca brings Ashivi and number 100 to the anti-fabricant organization Mortsave, so where he big. tricks 100 to reveal in her own words that they could have ended all fabricants already by killing number 1, mm. but that she needs number 1 as part of her pact with Ashibi. Mm -hmm. And then in the end, Ashibi asks to join Mortsave together with number 100 in order to learn more while maintaining his power. Yeah. 
and this first page here. The existence of Mortsafe. Yes. I disagree with. (laughs) I also disagree wholehearted with it because this is so by the numbers shown in. It is. The only thing that would make it more by the numbers if there's some big-eared old guy with a long beard at the center of it. I mean, he still could. (laughs) There could be, yeah. Uh, He might as well. He doesn't have to be an old guy with a long mm -hmm. beard. He might might be somebody who's extremely ill and needs uh, several (laughs) attendants. Yeah, exactly. The top of his head is already like wrinkly and scarred and stuff. (laughs) Yes, might as well be that. But then it doesn't make sense in here. It, it makes more sense in other stuff. Because in this, they state, or Luca at least states, that Ashibi will like living at Mortsafe base because there's mm-hmm. lots of other people who are just like him. And I'm like, hmm, if there's lots of other people who are just like Ashibi, who was from a family that got massacred by fabricants to take their special body parts and fabricants Mm -hmm. are attracted to the smell of people with special flesh Mm -hmm. isn't having Mm -hmm. all of them in one big building just like that's just gonna bait all the fabricants towards them and it would so like that sort of thing would make sense if if it was more obviously defended instead of just having a wall it's like there's no guards. <laughs> There's no. I. I mean, what? Uh, what would you describe the tech level of their world? It's like. Ah, um, oh, that's it's post, late it's post-industrial. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. It's it's industrialized because we've seen trains and stuff. Cars so think, even. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Luca was so good at driving the car and using his teleportation ability with it. So also, I would say like... the bonnet that number one hundred wears is that's like late nineteenth century mm. fashion. Really, I would have said more of like early, uh, maybe early, early. Yeah. maybe early. Uh, but yeah, the, either way, this place doesn't look like it's got any cannons or guns. It just has one, I guess, two. Uh, it's got two rows of lights on a single street. You think that if they're like, we're all going to live here, and we know that a lot of us probably have special smelling flesh that the fabricants would want to take, uh, that we'd want to like defend it super good. They don't even have barbed wire along their wall. Just, if we're already complaining about wall. this place, like the design of this place, so dumb. why is the path to the front door winding? <laughs> yeah, it's so curvy. It's, it's the fun path. <laughs> We've seen that um, city skyline. No. meme where uh someone <laughs> built two bridges one is perfectly straight and one is like all twisty and curvy and they're like how come all my citizens want to get in a traffic jam on the straight bridge instead of driving on the fun bridge i haven't seen that but i want to yeah. see it <laughs> these guys only made the fun path they didn't make a they didn't make an efficient path at all i'll i'll accept this explanation yeah this is so yeah so the existence of more safe is really dumb but then there is a cool part which is luca's plan and how he talks with not well not how he talks but how fabricant 100 talks to him uh, when he's separated them. I, can, I, yeah i i was going yeah. to say that as well but i want to say one more thing about okay the existence about of more safe, safe. <laughs> I'm not done with that. The, okay. the existence of Mortsafe seems really out of place. Mm-hmm. 
because fabricants to me seem like they were maybe created in the last maximum yeah. two years not that long they ago, aren't they so are big. relatively new they yeah. aren't super old with Kimetsu no Yaiba it makes sense because right. uh, uh, Uzan has been around name? for Uzan. hundreds of years he, for so many years so he yeah. could, had chances to make so many uh, vampires yeah and lots of lots of subordinates of his so that's why it makes sense for like this really small organization of people who hunt those vampires mm-hmm. but more more safe yeah uh, trying to hunt the How? Frankensteins yeah who's funding this what do they eat I guess they have a garden How? in this picture <laughs> there's so many people in this in this thing already this is way more than the the uh demon slayer corpse in yeah it is corpse core <laughs> in i think that i think also um lucas gamble one problem with it is that he brings 100 straight into here but mm-hmm. it also sounds like he was saying that a lot of people living there are just civilians who like their families got yeah. killed and they're like we want to we want to keep safe mm-hmm. so it's not like you know, a bunch of hardcore fighters who would be able to to take on a fabricant. Ah, uh, wait, this gets worse. Yeah, this gets worse because um, <laughs> you would, if you want to have this series running for a long time, mm-hmm. you will need the for. Wait a second, why isn't the moon? Uh, damn it! Look at the moon. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Why is this it's like a? It's one of those. Um, we call it like Tim Burton moon. messed up moon. Uh, uh, why Burton are there Ash. stars behind inside the the shadow <laughs> of the moon? It's not a shadow. That's just the shape of it. <laughs> a, fab- a fabricant ate a chunk of the moon. No, <laughs> wait. That would that would imply that uh, either there is uh, a hole so straight through the two holes, so yeah. straight through the moon that we can see exactly these two stars. Mm-hmm. Or there are holes in the earth which cast the shadow <laughs> on the moon. Or there's there's airplanes in this uh, in this world, and that's, that's just an airplane. Just happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just happens to be in front of the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you want to if you want to follow the regular shonen, uh, uh, um, mm-hmm. what's it called? Uh, not aggravation. Uh, escalation oh, yeah. of of enemies, mm-hmm. um, you would need fabricants that are kind of like the the generals and the, the like right. the lower and upper moons in Kimetsu no Yaiba. Yeah. So those would be dudes who would basically look at Mortsave and be like, "Ah, this is bait." They have all of these deliciously exactly. smelling people in there. But yeah. if I go in there, I all will the people like with the, the superior smell that fabricants crave. Yes, but that goes against what was ex- established in the yeah, first like chapter, they where they're like, when they they get that boy smell, they're like, oh, yeah, I need, <laughs> I need his flesh. They wouldn't be able to resist it. So yeah. this thing kind of um, excludes the existence of those kind of general characters, mm-hmm. enemies. Like, I hope they just those... on that. <laughs> Just retcon it, yeah. Pretend that that, that, that line didn't happen. I will be good. Yeah. Anyways, uh, on to the thing that the actually was cool, which is number 100 being 
like actually creepy. Yeah, it's when Luca gets um, oh, Ashibi really and One Hundred in different rooms, mm. and then just straight up asks One Hundred, <laughs> "Why you? Why are you doing this?" Yeah, it becomes so and scary. Like, it's like, oh, was everything we've seen of her before just an act to please Ashibi, yes. including when she looked when she looked nervous at what Luca said. Was that also an act? Because mm-hmm. she's she's so creepy here. Look at the smile. Oh, it's you so good. Barely see it. She, Technically, yeah. this could still be a little bit more creepy, but this is mm-hmm. already like really good. Yeah, I think this is as far as it could go in this art style. But, yeah. Yeah. Is a, a by good, the way a good page still wood <laughs> with or without the bonnet. Bonnet stay on or bonnet, bonnet not on. I would be better without. We've seen yeah. her without. Without mm-hmm. is better. Yeah. Bow on or bow off. Mm. Mm. <laughs> the on. bow is an integral part of her character design. Bow on. Yeah. Anyway, um, I also I feel like Ashibi. Um, I think he seems a bit overconfident in in 100's abilities compared uh, to like all the people in Mortsafe. And it's like the choice that they give him at the end is you can either split away from 100 and help us kill number one and then live a normal life for like 100 years because you can live a long time. Or right. you can stay with 100 and have to go through a ton of fights because how many did they say there's still left? There's like seventy some or eighty some. They're still out there. Eighty something. Yeah, eighty eighty some other fabricants. You have to go through fights with all of those, and then also you'll die in four years because one hundred will get your body before she kills number one. Right. Um. And wait, what's the problem? It well, he chooses. I'll stay with. I'll stay with one hundred. Oh, it's because and he. Hope that she kills everyone. <laughs> I think it's because he wants to to uh, like he made the promise, mm-hmm. and Is he doesn't he want to go like... back on his word. Okay. And also, if they kill number one, mm-hmm. yeah, that only will... means that Sorry, all of the other fabricants will kind of become aimless, but they won't immediately all disintegrate. Like, oh, you killed the, the main one. <laughs> yeah, they not, will still be around. Rules. Yeah. I think he wants to do it the, the thorough way of mm-hmm. dealing with every single fabricant one after another, uh, especially because he knows they can't make new ones. So it's not yeah. not the kind of threat as with vampires, with uh, yeah, Muzan, where I he was can just make new when ones. We were talking about number one, learn the, the ways of the doctor. I was expecting they were going to say, like, oh, and he can make new fabricants. Nah. Nah, they don't do that. Because then that would be like number 101. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> she has to maintain has to the, the number one hundred yeah. to be the super special one. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, anyway, I uh, overall, what do you think of this? Had some really dumb pages, but some pretty good pages too. Something we didn't mention is that this uh, scene where she acts completely inhuman. Mm-hmm. 
uh, was likened to an animal that gets into your house and yes. does, is just raiding your your bear. Uh, food. You just have a bear to be nice specifically. To it. It doesn't turn against and you. It's, it's not attacking you yet, but it yeah. could, and you don't know when it's going to do that and why it would do that. So that was a really interesting comparison. That, yeah. If you've heard stories about bears, that is very scary because bears are hard. Not to me. I could beat a bear. <laughs> sure you could. I'll, def I'll defeat a bear. The bear doesn't... Animals don't know what a dropkick is. <laughs> that's the thing they wouldn't know that an attack is coming or like okay. how it's coming they just think like oh it's coming but they wouldn't what know would how it be? I don't think that would work I'll let you try it out when if we ever if we ever see a bear over here at the uh, at the New Year's shrine <laughs> okay uh, I like this chapter all in all 74 yeah. points nice Good chapter not as nice as Sakamoto but Nicer than a lot of things. Barry. Yeah. Sakamoto was 75. This is 74. Yeah. Going on. Akane Benashi. Fuck this. Uh, Fuck this. <laughs> time time worst, for more more learning. Worst That's... chapter. Zero points. <laughs> ah, so bad. It's extremely bad. Yeah, so this, it's pissing this is pissing me chapter off where, in like, particular. Um Rara, I thought mm -hmm. she was going to like teach Akane. Uh, but no, instead, no, no, no. she's just like she's just like nah. We're gonna meet two more times and just get good. <laughs> By that time, you have to have it figured out. Yeah. So since Uran, Master Urara is not telling Akane outright how to perform the Oiran story, uh, Akane tries out different things and finally yes. goes on a date with her childhood bully Jumbo to yeah. get a feeling for acting like a flirt. And this is pushing all of the buttons for me that make me like that. <laughs> Even Jumbo off. is pissed no. off at it. <laughs> Even he doesn't like it. Yeah. So first of all, it, um, Master Urara picked the story for Akane specifically. Like to screw with her. <laughs> Just to screw like, with her. Why, and why would she do that? Be like, oh, she, I know that you can't do the story properly. Uh, she so knew that in advance, yeah. Yeah, get good. Then... Somehow the phone rings as if they were in a real karaoke place, even mm -hmm. though this is her home. Yeah. Right? Normally the phone would ring, they would be like, your time is up, you have to leave now. And then you leave and then the cleaning people would come and mm -hmm. uh, remove all of the, the stuff you, you were leaving behind, which is yeah. probably extra gross because uh, I've seen some things. All the karaoke. drunkards. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, not the not the stuff that you were thinking of. But I, oh, oh, okay. I wish I had seen those things as well. Uh, I've seen worse things, and yeah, you don't want to be the guy who who wipes the loads off the walls. Mm. No. No. Anyway, Akane. <laughs> I was thinking. I had to think about it. <laughs> um. I really hate it when somebody is not doing the Mr. Miyagi lesson of mm -hmm. like teaching you stuff and right. then you're like, no, why are teaching you teaching you me this stuff that wrong? It seems like it doesn't matter, but actually it's part of the yes. lesson. Yes. But this isn't that... it. This is just nothing. <laughs> this is just do it. Oh, you can't do it correctly? Well, sucks to be you. You, you still have to figure it out yourself. Yeah. That's what I hate. Then uh, Akane in this. Uh, this panel here where she's like I, I don't want to just be any old Rakugoka mm -hmm. I want to be a Shinuchi to the Arakawa school 
And that's almost jumping the shark. This is almost like she's betraying her original uh, motivation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, her original motivation is to show yeah, uh, Master Isho up. Yeah. She wants to beat Doesn't him. Doesn't require to be within his same school. Exactly. And also, this tells us nothing when we still don't have a grasp on what this school yeah, in particular never, is all we've, about. We've never actually been shown a performance from any of the masters. Exactly. We don't know what their deal is. If they have a special style that makes her want to only be able to do this style, then we would, then we might have something to talk about. But but this school is so all over the place. Mm -hmm. We do know that um, that this one of her senpai is uh, 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 being like the academic. He's uh, always reading up the, the old origins yeah. of stories Giving people some and education know that... at the beginning of a show mm. um and we we do know that uh isho arakawa is very traditional oriented yes because he but would also, kill you on stage but hmm? also very modern pr oriented yeah the but time. the fact that they call it progressive uh-huh. the school is betraying what we know about Isho. So yeah, about his performance style. Yeah. <laughs> what is the deal? We don't what's know what the deal, deal is. And her saying, I want to ma- be- become a master of this school, when we don't know what this school is all about, mm-hmm. uh, is so much less impactful than her being, I want to be the greatest Rakugoka yeah. in order to show them. Isho yeah. Arakawa that he's wrong. Yeah. The normal shonen the jump protagonist would have to say I want to be the very best like no one ever was. Exactly. <laughs> this panel alone titles. I just want to be number one. Yeah. I I think this panel alone is destroying a lot of goodwill I had for mm-hmm. the series. So. Um one more thing. Uh the next thing where she's deciding to go on a date with any male yeah. character she knows already <laughs> in order to f- figure out what a prostitute would do. Yes. Because I think we mentioned last week that we thought maybe she would try to get like a job in a hostess bar or something. Mm-hmm. But no. That would have like, made sense. It would have made so much more sense because that's much more um, of a direct comparison than going it's on a regular just... date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just that, because Master Urara herself used to be a hostess. Yeah, that's right. That was her origin story. Yeah, yeah. so it would have it would have made so much sense if she was like, "Oh, I'll I'll try to get a job as a hostess." Because also, she's graduated from high school now, so it's legal. And, yes, but instead, it's like the author is like, "Oh, we want to cre- create some some romance in the story," which also could have happened if she did that, because. Imagine a plotline where she gets a job at a hostess bar and she's like, mm. oh, I'm not, I'm only going to do this to like get an idea of how to, of, you know, how women in this kind of profession would talk to guys to get them to like them in order to be a better performer on stage. And then maybe like, you know, one of, one of the male characters gets taken there by his teammates or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, have some random meeting such as that. I don't know. 
but it's, it's just this this very direct thing and then the fact that the guy he's she's asking out like he hates yeah. it he hates <laughs> Look it at his i face. hate it he's like oh my god this girl's never gonna let me see the penguins this the situation of going on a date in order to figure out how a prostitute from almost medieval times yeah. did things doesn't make doesn't sense. that mean she's going to like do the thing with him <laughs> she has to seduce him all the way that's why he's wary about it like this he doesn't is... want to give it up yeah <laughs> mainly she's after me i i don't i hate bully redemption this mm. guy used to be her bully this mm. guy needs to die <laughs> he needs that's that's why he's afraid Isho oh Arakawa should be, shoot his eye lasers. <laughs> she's gonna and the juxt- She's gonna take him on a date to a Isho <laughs> Arakawa's performance and then be like, I'm gonna go to the restroom and leave him there specifically at the moment when Isho does his domain expansion and kills everyone. <laughs> I mean, she wouldn't be allowed to watch it anyway because right. it was yeah, established yeah. that she's not allowed. Rules, yeah. So that's why that's perfect. I, I, that's the only thing I would allow from now on. <laughs> yeah, but the it's... the juxtaposition of Jumbo being the one she picks because he's the only male character she can think of, mm-hmm. and all of the others being like, "Nah, no, not this one, not this one either." With Icy. That would have been so perfect. It would have, yeah. That would have been the perfect match because not only uh, look at him, he's into is it. He... <laughs> hmm? It's Sorry, talking about the get... yeah. He's already he's a a flirt himself. Yeah, she could copy him, and he he's already flirting with her. So, like. There's already a basis for her to be like, maybe I want to go get with him, or maybe I want to make him think that I want to go with him. Right. Jumbo has like almost no reason to to expect this. Exactly. He's like, oh, my my friend from school who I haven't seen for a few months suddenly wants to bang, and then sudden, yeah, like there's got to be something else to this. This must be revenge for all the times I bullied her. Anyway, zero points. Oh, hopefully it'll it'll be funny at least next week when they have their date, maybe. <laughs> I have my doubts, but uh, I'm like since I'm already at zero, mm-hmm. can only go up from here. Yeah. I this it's another instance where it's like they really missed out on expanding her high school life in previous chapters yes. by being so focused on um her Rakugo study because since they didn't do that, this is the only male character who's not in Rakugo who people will remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Missed opportunity. Anyway. Going on. Oh, uh, uh, what's next? Ichinose family's deadly sins. So, ah, this is better. This is yeah. way better. Yeah, this is this is what Akane should have been doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this chapter so, um, eight Subasa's sprint. I'll I'll summarize it real quick. Even though Tsubasa doesn't understand that Shiori is going on compensated dates, he wants to make it clear that he cares about her as some kind of apology for disturbing her privacy. So he runs after her 
and she's about to have sex with her sugar daddy and blurts out his own age. Yeah. That is the summary. And um, I think one main issue about this arc is that the author is probably not able to outright say compensative dating. <laughs> Because this is a shonen jump. magazine. Yeah. Uh, and that just adds to the the whole situation. Some people complain about uh, complain about it by saying it's a just talk situation where they don't say outright what the issue is. She's just like saying, You don't understand it, go get out of my room. And he's like, No, but I care about you and I don't think you should mm-hmm. do this. I think <sighs> it makes sense. Because she can't say it's it's compensated yeah. dating. That is the main issue. If she said that she was able to say that mm-hmm. in this censored uh, <laughs> medium, I mean, even with even without saying those words, I feel like um, in so their situation, he wouldn't understand it. And also, she is uh, not going to be willing to say it out loud that bluntly. Because she's probably yeah, still pisses me off L- <laughs> a little bit, a little just bit. a little bit. Um, uh, uh, um, on the next page, we're skipping past the part where the dad is the like, dad oh, maybe shows you should up and tell her how much useless. you care about her. Uh, this page here, where she's on like on a new date with the dude, I forgot his name, Mister Sh- Shooter Shooter. Yeah. Uh, in on this page, you see multiple people with couples. Yeah. And you see and hotel all of the in the background. They're in the hotel yeah. district. It all says hotel. This is the love hotel, uh, district. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where people go to have sex. Yeah. So this you know exactly that this m- to learn. This it's where Akane should have gone to learn learn how, how people yeah. are seductive. Uh, uh, Tsubasa says he's in class 2-1 in junior high on the next uh, thing. And since he's the big brother, yeah. that means she is at maximum 13, maybe 12. Yeah. So and that's definitely not... like <laughs> Mr. Shootout. This is not legal. <laughs> the his plea for please don't do it. Uh, I care about my sister. That like that's completely meaningless. Him yeah. saying, "I'm uh, fourteen. <laughs> I'm a junior high schooler. <laughs> I'm fourteen. I'm the older brother. That's what's going to do it. Yeah, and all of the people around him are already yeah. looking at it like, mm, like what's going what's on a here? child doing here? Yeah, with Shiori people." had the like the it's hard to gauge how old somebody is right mm-hmm. well, with, with like a small boy that's dress... hard with well, a small he's girl there he's there in his uniform because i think like when shuri goes on her dates she like kind of dresses she up dresses up differently maybe yeah. he's wearing heels so might a little bit harder quite to as, tell quite as recognizable as just a just a kid but Tsubasa is like very clearly <laughs> like uh this is a yes the school kid yeah. There are women that look like uh small girls. Yeah. I'm not say- I'm like I'm not saying the the people around here should be a little bit more suspicious of Shiori too. 
But I'm saying... It's understandable if they weren't? Yeah. Yeah. And now they are. <laughs> now they are. Now they are going like, isn't this a 12-year-old child? Yeah. How do you, how with do you stop With that adult man in the street where you go to have sex? The guy. <laughs> yeah. You announce your age to him and say, that's my little sister. He probably didn't know how old she was, right? Mm -hmm. Let's assume that. <laughs> He was like, oh, I thought she was 14. <laughs> <laughs> you tricked me. <laughs> um, you hussy. No, he, get out. He, he's going to say he thought she was 18. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's going to ruin, ruin her whole business. And then she has to explain that yeah. this was her making thought... money. And every rabbit in her room was representative of one date yeah. coming to fruition. I thought uh, when Tsubasa did talk to their dad, I was like, he seems very uncurious about what his daughter is up to. That's true. Tsubasa never like, mentioned it. He, yeah, he never mentioned uh, why he was so worried about her. Yes. Cause, and then later the she goes out idiot. and the dad is just like, oh, she went for a walk. It's like, I, it makes me wonder like, what the parents deal is going to be when it gets to them. She, she just went out of a, for a walk dressed like a hooker. I know. And they don't care. The parents are just like, okay, she, she went for a walk. Yeah, they, they seem very out of it. Because like, at first when I was reading, I was like, oh, the dad is pretty supportive of Tsubasa trying to help him out. And like, also seems like he, he's not paying attention to the kids at all. Yeah, he's an idiot, yeah. yeah. He's oblivious at best, but... yeah. Uh, well, who, I mean, who knows what, what their deal is. It will we'll get find explained. Out. I'm and sure we'll find out, yeah. Maybe it's going to be really interesting to go back and be like, ah, oh, since that was going on with him, that's why he mm -hmm. doesn't really, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a surprisingly uh, well-written series, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, um, that's the Takobi uh Well, when you author, said Takobi, so. then all I remember is I read the first chapter and then you told me, nah, don't, don't read more Takobi. It's very depressing. So it's like, it's oh, very it's... depressing and it doesn't end where you think mm -hmm. it would end, but it really yeah. get, like it gets really like, I, I was worried. I was worried that this series would just be very depressing. But like so far, it's like it's got all these very heavy events and themes, but like usually has a, a wholesome ending to it. If this was published in any other way than mm -hmm. Shonen Jump, it would go to the dark places. Thank, thank you, thank you, Shonen Jump, for for making this a lighter-hearted take. He, on those, I, I imagine on those he was like in the meeting with his editor, and he was like, "So yeah, I had this idea for a family who all lose their memories, and then all of them have secret darks, uh, yeah, dark secrets that." come out and uh, all of them uh, are really dark and depressing and his editor was like mm, can you please not <laughs> can, can, can you yeah. make it whole song he's like fine and then he delivers this and it's yeah, still gold it's better yeah so how did you yes. rate this one you give number uh, ah this one is 69 ooh nice <laughs> something Mr. Shuta is not getting tonight <laughs> Yes, unfortunately. Incidentally, on that number, uh, no the other for the next for the next manga. No, impure thoughts. Yes, this chapter of Black Clover. Black Clover three hundred and forty-seven. This was lame. 
Yeah, you you didn't like it. It's flashback times. You don't like flashback. <laughs> well, times? this is the chapter in which summon boogeyman, uh, which takes the shape of your yeah, biggest it's the, fear. The, the Boggart from Harry Potter. Is it that... Boggart or boogeyman? Well, it's boogeyman in this, but in Harry Potter they call it a Boggart. I felt like it was also called Boogeyman and Harry Potter. No, maybe because it's it. This is straight up stolen from Harry Potter. Yeah, this is literally and then thing from there. Harry Potter. Yeah, and it's, it's like this attack is just a framing device to get to Ichigo's backstory. That's yes, because it yeah. explains that uh, her biggest fear is her dad, and that unlocks her memory of. It makes her remember that she's the one who slaughtered her whole clan. Yeah. The, the thing to that she me- to always measure her abilities, literally. Yeah. And then uh, Lucius Paladins also take the upper hand again and just beat everybody. But I... then Asta joins the fight, and then we are supposed to think that he's going to do something good, even though he's weaker yeah, I, than I all like, of them. I actually, I like the little flashback with the twist. I did not like the ending where the Paladins are like, "Oh yeah, we just we could just." Resurrect dragon. Yeah, that's something we could do really easily. And then Asta appears, and it's like, kind of like, oh, the hero's here. He's going to help them. They're going to win now. And I'm like, he was, he was not done training <laughs> like five minutes no. ago. Five no. minutes ago, the other two guys who were training with him were like, oh, yeah, you still suck at this. <laughs> and now he's here. He's going to he's gonna save the day, even though he's like still not really good at at using the new abilities. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's that's something that I put on my complaints list. Yeah. Because it's flip-flopping, it's wasteful. It's First, it starts off showing that the paladins can summon monsters and have other yeah. cool abilities. Then the samurais show up and are like, actually, we're really, really strong. <laughs> Let us show you how strong we are. Yes. Then the paladins go like, mm, actually, I think we should be a little bit stronger so we can <laughs> let, we just delete you immediately. Yeah. And now Asta shows up and he's supposed to be like saving the day. So this is... Why would you... Why would <laughs> you trained Asta. Go back if and forth. Like, yeah, if this were like a bit more time between mm-hmm. Asta and what train makes sense and the paladins showing up then I'd be like oh it's okay but the fact that he's like kind of still like beginner level compared to the yeah. Ryuzid 7 and yeah. then they're like oh no now he's gonna save everyone that's kind of dumb Bad. yeah not but good I, I like but I do like the resolution of the uh, the Yami clan <laughs> backstory you know, it, it was creative, but I also have to say, why is it so anticlimactically introduced as, mm-hmm. like, this only pops up because one of the henchmen uh, <laughs> yeah, did a little sideshow trick for no yeah. reason. Yeah. I can accept that this is his power, but okay. they are in the middle of one bigger fight, and he's You're just right. pulling that out as, like, one of the items he had in his pocket. Yeah, it's just a quick and easy way to get this this little nice little flashback there the author has thought up of this this interesting twist for the flashback but then could not think of how to work it into the story naturally this is like so oh, that's why it gets explained summon something <laughs> to give her that flashback flashback uh, flashback i guess yeah 
And I still like I I thought that the thing in Harry Potter is also called a boogeyman, mm-hmm. which would mean that because Close boogeyman enough. is a is something else in 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 English, it doesn't always it doesn't mean that it's a creature that takes on the yeah, shape yeah. of your could, biggest fear. Could just so I was some under the imp- I was under the impression that the author read Harry Potter went like oh. I guess that's what a boogeyman is, and that's from from Western, um, mm-hmm. uh, not mythology, but like it's I a cultural thing. Yeah. So I guess I can make a creature just like that, and everybody will accept it because that's the standard way of depicting a boogeyman. <laughs> and no, that's literally how it is. The creature is in Harry Potter. Yeah, it's the yeah, specific it's thing not, from Harry Potter. It's not named exactly that in Harry Potter. Uh, that only weakens my argument a little bit. <laughs> it's it close. still makes me. It still makes me feel like you shouldn't do that. Yeah. This could be. It could be a regular thing that happens in the story, but just pulling it out as a, yeah. a narrative device is. I don't know. Oh, I expected it to be introduced according to the the Harry Potter wiki. Uh, Bogeyman and Bogart are actually two different kinds creatures. of magical creatures in Harry Potter. I see. Yeah. Maybe we have to play Hogwarts Legacy to find out more. <laughs> Do the goblin genocide that people are talking about. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, goblins. What a game. What a world we live in. Anyway. Um, it was tech capitalism, so it must be a good game. <laughs> Uh, Cypher I gave Academy. this chapter. Hmm? Oh, no, wait! Over. I have to say, forty-five min- eh, minutes. Forty-five points for Black Clover. Like, lame. Yeah, there was some. I, I liked some pages of it, but there was. It ended on a on a very stupid note. Yeah. Next. So, Cipher Academy. Puzzle time. Did you solve this puzzle? No. No, me neither. It was. It was very complicated. Yeah. And yeah, well, they do exactly think, the thing that you predicted with the overlapping. Uh, but it was so much effort that no normal person would have been able to do it, especially mm-hmm. because part of the solution was only introduced in this chapter where you have to overlay yeah. it with other people's puzzles in order to get the only few letters that would remain. Mm-hmm. And I just gave up on, on, on this because the, the font... All of these uh, symbols read. is so hard to read. Uh, that's my 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 anti. Uh, that's my kryptonite. Uh, I was at least able to follow through, mm-hmm. and I imagine it would be hard for other people because they don't speak Japanese. Yeah, was there anything you you liked in this chapter? Mm, just that they were able to. Uh, yeah, solve the uh, puzzle. <laughs> I like I like the part where um, Kasuri points out that the princess girl is giving everyone a chance to shine, instead of just like when she's talking through the solution, she'll she'll point to each member of the team and be like, "Okay, you tell me how how can we do this?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's that's a, a sign good leader, of capable leadership, as well as puzzle solving. Yeah, being someone who can yeah identify the skills of the other people in your group." That was nice. And then the uh, ending, also, like Kogoe says, I'm going to let you stop a real war. It's like, how? War I'm between curious. factions yeah, of pupils, maybe. 
Nah, I think she, I think she literally means a real war. Let's we'll let's see how that today. plays out in the next chapter. Yeah, do you have anything else to say about it? Uh, sixty-six points <laughs> was okay. Yeah, fine. It was it's fine okay. even, but yeah, it's it's hard to comment on it when it's just a step by step through the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of reading this series like looking at the puzzle solving in the same way that I look at like magic battles and other things. It's like, oh, what they're doing is incomprehensible to me, but I can <laughs> I can tell when someone incomprehensible. Have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> going on got uh, more, samurai. more card games yeah see this is um the kind of card game where they do have um pictures instead of just words pictures and letters on it and mm. you have to pick the right card uh oh. i forgot if this is actually uh, what's it called ishoku issue we will, we will right. never shakuning, play it. <laughs> it doesn't matter shakuning issue yeah. I forgot if it's really that or not. Yeah. But so, they're essentially the same, I would say. So, uh, right. just so and, you know, and also, play this unlike Roboco, the card game in, in Elusive Samurai is completely unconnected to the actual story. It's just for the cover, just for cover right. funsies. Yeah. Because the because actual the... story is just a debate between Tadayoshi and Tokiyuki. You remember the author said he wants all of the color pages to be uh, kind of like a calendar that uh -huh. you can arrange to, like, for each season a new uh, a fitting picture. Right. And this is fitting for January. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, this chapter is, I can summarize it. It's, it's titled Debate. And it's where Tadayoshi tells Tokiyuki that facts don't care about his feelings. And, and Tokiyuki like, turns feelings. it around by saying, enough talk, have at you. It, basically, yeah. Um, he basically uh, rebukes uh, Tadayoshi's argument from last week uh, with the same argument that I made, which is that even though if you're uh, logically, like factually correct, Everybody thinks you're a villain, and that makes yeah. you wrong. So yeah. I was right. <laughs> I can summarize <laughs> the whole argument. Uh, the, 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 yeah, the way I no, I, I think I think that pretty much covers it. <laughs> kind of covers it, yeah. Yeah. I did like that he got his own epithet, like all of the other villains. Yes. As being the demon of X. Yeah. He's the golden demon. Golden. Uh and also was kind of a nice touch that Tokuyuki gets up on his horse and stands, which then puts him in a higher position than Tadayoshi, because mm -hmm. that is how you in cinema show that somebody's yeah, he's, uh, gaining the upper hand. <laughs> he's metaphorically and physically taking the higher ground. <laughs> yes. And then the way he rebukes the argument as, I'm a child, this is disgusting, and yeah. nobody... Nobody uh, who who has feelings would agree with you, and I'm appealing to all of the feelings. Yeah, of everybody yeah. This this is a, a classical thing with um, with debating. Is a lot of people then you know they just they follow their instincts on this sort of stuff, where you can be very logical, but if you forget about people's moral intuitions, then 
everyone will still be against you. <laughs> They're like, yeah. I don't know why, but this guy just seems wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was fine. Sixty-four yeah. points. Good job, Tokiyuki. But there's there's still that group of soldiers who are like flanking them. So even winning the argument doesn't mean you're gonna win the battle. Well, not yet, but Tadayoshi is outnumbered, and he doesn't have that many uh, that many cool guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and Tokiyuki cool has a lot dead. of cool guys. That will surely bring victory to the yeah. whole Joe. Ah, but we can move on to Witch Watch. Witch Watch. Which is also, it doesn't really take that long this week. This this chapter is about how Miharu's vampiric rose ties Moi and other members of the household together. Yeah, for, for once, magic bullshit being there just to be funny, coming from Miharu instead of from Nico. For once, but and it, it switches around and it ties Miharu and Jekyll together. In yeah, uh, I'm a little sad that it's trying to subvert our expectations. Mm -hmm. Right, because because at first it suggests that's going to be Nico and Moy together. Yes, and that's yeah. so nice. It is. Look at this nice page of them of her imagining her how it would be. Yeah, and that's all we get because then it switches to tying uh, Moi and, and Keigo. Keigo together. And, and everything that the... Nico imagines happens with Keigo. <laughs> he gets it yeah. instead. It gets more and more outrageous when mm -hmm. they get tied together on their backs. There's a really bizarre scene where they're in the supermarket and an old yeah. guy comes up <laughs> and is like, diversity is good. <laughs> What's up with them. that? I mean, I, I, I can kind of... Divine, he's, what he's misinterpreted what their supposed, relationship. He's, yes, he's they're holding he, hands. He's like, I'm going to show that I'm I'm a modern man. I can appreciate this. This feels like it's a dig against YouTube videos where people in Japan go like, "Let's see <laughs> what Japanese old people say about LGBTQ," uh -huh. and then they ask random dudes, and most of them are like, "No, that's okay. I'm fine with this. This is <laughs> we are in a modern world, and we don't have to be so." Uh, anal about things that change to anal. this kind of stuff. And then sometimes they get one of them who's like, nah, I, I wouldn't want one of my grandkids to be LGBTQ. But this guy, this guy is preemptively coming out as like, I want one chance to yeah. to show that I'm not one of those old guys who, who don't like it. And, and it. I don't know if it's making fun of of those kind of old guys or of YouTube videos that try to do that or if it's really making fun of LGBT. I don't know. Uh, let's say lettuce. it's making fun of those YouTube videos because I, I feel like the author of this is very conscious of what happens on YouTube. So many so many chapters have been about I YouTube. Know. So yeah. he, do, he does watch YouTube. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, at, at the very least, the, the final punchline of the chapter is that yeah. the traditional fruit joshi bait is true again i just i kind of if only that all the was what the whole chapter was all about right make a traditional chapter where the characters are tied together and they have to be like oh no this looks like we're we're kind of dating and we kind of actually are but we can't be too open about it yeah because miharu and jekyll are they meet in secret. Kind of dating. Yeah. 
he's sucking him dry I'm, I'm, every, <laughs> every day on a regular basis dating. i just i just meet this guy in secret after school where he sucks me dry he will he so is dating. so invested in our relationship that he wanted to meet my family <laughs> yeah that's right he came to my house yeah. Know, with all those monsters, yeah. That's what I wanted. Anyways, it was a funny, this, it was this, a funny chapter. Uh, it was fine. I gave it 62 points. It yeah. subverted my expectations <laughs> too much. Oh, no. Ryan, Ryan Johnson showed me how he pours a glass of wine and then <laughs> he poured it next to the glass. And that was... I, I knew what he was doing, but I wanted him just to pour the wine. <laughs> just do the thing. Do the thing. Um, next up is PPPPPP. Did anything which... happen in PPPPPP? Uh, you would be surprised what really? if you read PPPPPP to know what's happening surprised. in PPPPPP. But first of all, we have to look at the popularity uh, survey <laughs> poll popularity. where they figured out that Miming is the most popular character. Really? And the main character is, as always, only second place. Yeah, well, that's expected. Mysteriously, uh, uh, Gaga, uh, sorry, Dada Sensei mm. gets in the top 10, but only with yeah, 79 was... points. So. Mm. Oh, I didn't even notice six people voted Monkey D. Luffy as. <laughs> wow. What does he play? They just voted for him. <laughs> so odd. So what, do, Anyways, what does happen um, in this chapter that was so surprising to you? It's not really surprising. It's just very enigmatic and cryptic because oh, okay. this chapter, uh, you can see here basically what's happening, but it's uh -huh. hard to tell. Um, a flashback uh, reveals that um, while Gaku on Otogami was playing piano one time, Mm -hmm. Toddler Lucky touched the pendant that contains his wedding ring okay. because he's not wearing it. He just puts it in there. And somehow um, that touching the pendant made a connection to Brilliant Lucky who found mm. the conviction to survive and reemerge in order to see Gakuong's fantasy one more time. Because on this page, you can, you can see that he... Um, uh, while Gakuong was playing, he was also seeing some kind of fantasy. Yeah. And this is revealed to us by Sodachika coming late at the later point, still a child, but coming to him as like, hey, do you know about Brilliant Chucky? Uh, Chucky Lucky. He told me about <laughs> he told me about that he he feels like dying, but now he feels like he's uh not dying and he wants to yeah. survive and that he wants to see the fantasy again and that was while he was touching the pendant and so uh, sorry Gakuang goes like okay you can have this pendant then mm -hmm. and then back in uh, the the present Gakuang meets Lucky at the cemetery mm -hmm. but while he's walking to the cemetery this page happens and this is just pure uh, nonsense <laughs> it's like mural art this is it's just would... all of the assets yeah. that he had lying around. This is the mural that together. you would paint on the side of a building that has both a bicycle shop and a music store in it. Right. Um, yeah, these are things that connect to Gakuong's past, but 
Is it part of it's, the fantasy that brilliant Lucky saw when he touched the pendant? I don't think so. But at either way, it's supposed to, I think, show Gakuong's, I mean, the dad's, uh, he's he's the father, right? You, you remember when I said yeah. Gakuong? I, yeah, the dad. I think that's just showing his mental state where he only thinks about the past and things mm. that interest him, which is one, piano. <laughs> and specifically the keyboard he was always carrying around right. to his wife, but only when she was young and not leaving him because he mm-hmm. was being an asshole. Uh, and three, being on a bicycle that she rides with ah, him. Okay. That's pretty much everything that his mind seems to be re- revolving around. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's extremely autistic. Yeah. And uh, nothing else seems to be going on with this guy. Just piano, wife when she was uh, not mad at me. <laughs> That's it. So I give this chapter 40 points because it was just, it was mm-hmm. completely, it's almost indecipherable. If you're not deeply into the story, know what everybody's about. And right. also pay a lot of attention to the fine de- details of what is happening. Yeah, the, like the lucky fantasies and inner the thoughts of these characters. Yeah. You don't even nobody explains to you that what the pendant is. You have to pay close attention. That you see Gakuang taking his ring, putting it into the pendant, and later on, when the I think when the wife dies, he puts the other ring inside there too. Or maybe she left it. Either way, it contains both rings. So now Sodachika has both rings. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the significance <laughs> of that is, and why Brilliant Lucky would why that yeah, has why some did connection. Yeah, activate him. Why does yeah, I don't know, but apparently uh yeah. Yeah. It's just a That's connection it. to to Lucky's childhood, yeah. I guess, when he was watching his dad play. Yeah. Yeah. Just like look at this page and be like, oh, this is what PPP PPP is all about. Yeah, it's, it's I about, don't want to read this. It's about chaos. <laughs> a lot of people in the comments are always like Pichun, but this is just this is I would say this is how somebody is uh tricking you into thinking it's deeper than it actually is. <laughs> Wow, harsh words. By the way, uh, I tricked myself into oh. uh, uh, missing that we were supposed to talk about Ginka and Gluna. Oh. Because I didn't include didn't any screenshots because oh, no. there was nothing to talk about in this <laughs> chapter. It was what just was okay. Chapter 17, Guildmaster. Yeah. yeah. The Guildmaster just shows herself and asks Ginka to defeat her 10 disciples who all hold his body parts. Yes, which, will, which is he was going to do that anyway. Yeah, and also, this does this include Karula with all the pieces of Ginka that he has? Because he maybe. had like a bunch of bottles, and it's like, oh, these are all pieces of Ginka, and maybe. he's got Minigin now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, also, she she just gives them a new party member. She's like, here, have have Walk. He's gonna join you now. We didn't have enough male characters, so we need one more. I know, it's it's too many. <laughs> Maybe they get rid of an anemone because she realizes she's useless. Mm-hmm. Could be. She might stay behind together uh, with, uh, with I what's was, her name? I was so hopeful. Beretta. Yeah. I was so hopeful when we were introduced to Beretta. You're like, oh, we've got a main trio now. And then they're just like, no, we're just going to keep throwing characters at you. And... They may or not may or may not do anything. This could be the work of the enemy stand of the editor. 
Could be. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, did you give it a number? Did I say... Uh, Ginka and Gluna gets 50 points, and yeah. PPP, PPP gets 40 points. Yeah. Ginka and Gluna is still running, and that's about all we can say for it this week. Hmm. Next up, what is, is final final manga? Yeah, final, final one is final uh, chapter. Tokyo Demon Bride chap uh, Tokyo Demon Bride story. <laughs> Tokyo Demon Bride chapter. Uh, so the girls want to go to the public bath and then eat ramen, uh, but yeah. the ramen place was a trap set by some yeah. evil yokai who tranquilized everybody with his ramen except Kiroru. Right. What's and... up with What's up with Jump these days and having enemies show up? In ramen shops. Uh, they just realized ramen evil. <laughs> ramen good. No. <laughs> jump jump I'll, proves that I'm correct. I'll be your the enemy perf- in the ramen shop. The perfect... No, actually, it's uh, you'll, you'll be safe. Because you'll be like, no, I don't want ramen. And I'll be like, I want ramen. I'll go in and then I'll meet, I'll meet my enemy in there. <laughs> See? Because the perfect <laughs> fast food is hamburgers and... Uh, if you all fall for the allure of ramen, then, then like you're all Do people suckers. consider ramen fast food. It's not like you could take it out with you. Ramen is definitely fast food. You're supposed okay, to I, like slurp it up. I guess I classify it differently with um, with hamburgers, which are like carry out food. Because anything where you're still expected to like sit down with with a big bowl of something. I'm like, it's not quite... It's Fast food is probably classified by how quickly it can be mm-hmm. prepared and how mm-hmm. quickly you can eat it. Okay. And uh, ramen, you it, like, they pour it into your bowl and you slurp it up in at the mm-hmm. same speed. <laughs> you don't have to it. take it out, but that's how they make it. And, uh, yeah. Burgers superior because you can take them with you. <laughs> uh, the debate goes on. I think the debate is settled. No, it goes on. Uh, we'll have to see if way, anybody this... attacks you in a burger shop. Ha! You wish. <laughs> I'm I'm going to be the one who attacks you to in order to get Som- more burger. But... Sometimes they have like these really creepy statues inside the burger shop. Mm? Like if they come alive and become the the enemy. What statues? Like, like Ronald like McDonald statues? Yeah. The king is worse. There's usually not yeah, statues king is, of him, though. The king is... Uh, yeah. The, I've never seen the king's statue. I've seen Ronald McDonald statues. I've mm-hmm. seen uh, Colonel Sanders statues. Yeah, and yeah. Those are always fun to, to <laughs> take photos with because you can do stuff. Oh, no. Don't do stuff to them. What kind of for stuff the, for the photo? Doing? Just for the photo, like just you can sit on Ronald McDonald's lab and be okay, like, mm, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Just hang in. And they always dress up the Colonel Sanders uh, yeah, statue and stuff. Yeah, it's great. See, that's fun stuff. You it can can you do fun stuff in a ramen place? I think not. <laughs> when you ramen. go, you go into the ramen place and they get mad at you because you didn't drink the salty broth at the end. Mm, it's the best part. Ah, you get, anyway, you look, get at, look at this gross, thing. this gross ramen man. What's what was the point of uh, having the sob story and making the ramen place about like, oh, this is our, these are, this is the couple that makes the ramen, and yeah, 
I think that's probably his actual backstory. Is he's a ramen yokai, and he and his wife made ramen, and his wife died. So now he's going to kill. See- he's going to kill any others who who fight yokai. It, it seems like pointless decoration just for the trap to seem more legit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's not really much to it. It's just They go into a weird ramen shop and the shopkeeper wants to fight them. The thing that I thought was like, it was kind of weird is when they talk about the symbol that people who fight yokai use. I glossed completely over that. Yeah. They, it doesn't, like, nothing comes of it. Just, just foreshadowing like, for later yeah. when the series is over and <laughs> nothing came of it. That's right. Yeah, so I, I this, did not have much thoughts for this chapter. Yeah, 10 points, very bad. Please yeah. end. I don't need it. This yeah, is not I what I this. wanted. It continues to be not what I wanted and uh, yeah. yeah, whatever. Put something else in. Finally. What's this? A one-shot? Uh, that's a, that's a one-shot by the author of... Uh, 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 what's Toriko. It uh, Toriko. And also Build King, which was bad. And seeing I this... I did not read any of Build King main character, Build King was really bad. Build King, yeah. I mean, Build King was... Had a few things that I would say were interesting. And it was a better uh, opportunity for his sense of humor. Uh-huh. Uh, but at the same time, I think his visual style is so detestable. <laughs> yeah, I get what you it's... mean. And like his sense, his design sense, if this is the main is character the main, of the, the one shot. His earrings remind to... me of, of someone else. Someone from Hunter x Hunter has earrings like that? Uh, probably. Yeah. But like, who looks at this and goes, "This is cool. I want to read it." <laughs> I don't know. Dude with fans. with jewelry and twin tails in a weirdly ah, like uh, mystic way. I don't. And it's called <laughs> Luck Luck, by the way. Oh. What's What's the deal with uh, authors always choosing the worst kind of title that already <laughs> exists in the magazine? Uh, we have undead unluck. Yeah. Why would you call it luck luck? Uh, same with uh, Ayashimon coming out when Ayakashi Triangle is already out. Ayashimon same with Doron Dororon coming out when that's right. Uh, when when uh, Dandadan is. Why would you do that? Good question. All yeah, in all, I got this issue of Shonen Jump, <laughs> it averaged out for me at 52 points. This was yeah. really bad. This is not a good way to start our new year, and maybe this is part of my horoscope being bad. Uh, unfortunate. I'm very unlucky this year when yeah. uh, Jump is already bad. Another issue is coming out so soon, because we took so long to be able to record this. Wait, when do so you hopefully. think the next chap- uh, issue is coming out? This week, I did it. No. Two weekends from now? Yeah. Oh no. I'm gonna lose my here, pants I'll, at Bondo. Here, I'll I'll tell you when the next 
thing is coming uh-huh. up. One, one, one yeah. second. It's yeah, what day is on, it? on uh, January. Uh, 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 January 22nd. Wow. Yeah, there is a while yeah. from now. Gosh. Yeah. I'll see you in, in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, anything yeah, else to I'm say before... Uh, uh, my misfortune is only just beginning. Oh, no! 